Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning with 11 Action. I'm Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me today. I hope your Sunday is going well, and I hope you all have enjoyed this weekend and are getting ready for next week. I know we don't want to talk about next week yet, work week, school week, (laughs) but it's coming. So just enjoy this day and and just so thankful that you've taken the time to join us today on Sunday morning with Love and Action. And this morning, got my good brother, Brother Nate. Yes, sir. Good morning. What's going on, Nate Patterson? Glad to be here this morning. Glad to be here. Time youth. Time youth. Teach, inspire, mentor, and educate. Amen. Share the word of Jesus. We're, we're thankful, man. Well, this is going to be an awesome show, I know, with uh, as we talk about what all the Lord's doing and uh, in, in the youth right here in Dothan. Uh, you know, we hear so much bad, don't we? Absolutely. Well, man, let's give them the good stuff. Let's talk about the good news. Yes, sir. <laughs> man. Well, all right. But before we get into that, though, Nate, let's go to our Father in prayer, and I'd ask if you would open us up. Let's do it. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, Father God. Thank you for your love and your grace, Lord. Lord, we just ask that you continue to bless us, Father God. Love and action, time, youth, Father God. Continue to bless this community, Father God. Show us the way, Lord. Keep us strong, Father God. Even when we have times of weariness, Father God, or times of uh, we feel like things aren't working the way we want it to work, Lord, we know that you are in control. So we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for always being there with us, Father God. Thank you, and we love you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. It was always good having Nate with us. Uh, one of these days, we're going to have your wife in here. With yeah, us. man, we got to. We yeah, got I, to. I was hoping she would be here today, but you know, we'll make that work. Well, we'll have <laughs> we'll have uh, my wife, your wife, you I and think me they together, are. and we'll have uh, have a great show. So we'll have to do that soon. Yes. Nate and Kenny have, as we mentioned, a ministry called Time Youth. And Nate, just real quick, give folks who may not be familiar mm-hmm. with Time Youth a description of what y'all do, and then we'll we'll jump into it. Absolutely. So Time Youth is a, is a faith-based youth organization where we want to pour in the love of Jesus to underprivileged youth, to uh, youth that may feel like they don't have a voice. Uh, we want to be the light and, and share that light, who Jesus is, and build disciples and and pray that they go out and uh, help build disciples. We're thankful that uh, God give given us this opportunity to share who he is. Time Youth was birthed in the streets. Uh, it wasn't planned at all. Uh, God had plans for us, so we said yes to God, and he just started pouring into our organization. Uh, we're thankful that we're able to reach um, the youth where they are, so we don't judge, we don't look at their background, we don't look at their living situation, we just look at God and what he can do and how he can transform. And I always tell people about my testimony, where I came from, coming from a single-parent home and having all those opportunities to be in the streets and not having um, godly people around me to lead me in the right direction. So I'm, I'm thankful that God turned my life around and he's using me as a vessel to give back to his people, which is his children. Amen. There's so much I love about that description you just gave. <laughs> Telling the youth about Jesus, sharing Jesus, you're making disciples. Yes. You're you're meeting them right where they're at. Yes, man, that's just what Jesus did, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did he wait for you to clean up before no. he said no? Right where I was at. Exactly. <laughs> Me too. In my mess. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's right. He took our mess and cleaned us up. Didn't yes, sir. Absolutely. And 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 still a work in progress. A work in that, progress daily. Till that daily. day we see him face yeah. to face. Amen. So there's a, a description of what time youth does and just. By what he said, you see why Martha and I love Nate and Kenny so much and love this ministry and what God is doing through them. And, Nate, you were with us at the beginning of the summer. Yep. 
And now we are, well, technically Labor Day has come and gone, so mm. summer is officially over, over. even though it's still scorching. Yeah, <laughs> Mother Nature doesn't always go by our calendar, right. does it? But uh, So uh, kids are back in school, yeah. and things are going great at the time, youth. Yeah. But first, before we talk about this fall, mm-hmm. Let's go back because yeah. when you were here, you were about to take the youth to a camp. Yes. And so tell us what all went on there and what all went on this summer at Time Youth. So we had an amazing, impactful, life-changing summer. I think this is where I know my wife and I, we discussed it, and we said this is one of our best summers ever Amen. just as far as seeing transformation and seeing lives change. We had about 42 students this summer. Hmm. Um, we had them every day, Monday through Thursday, and we – we decided that we wanted to focus on doing camps outside of Dothan, getting them away from the cell phone and technology. And what Wait a second. Wait a second. They can live without a cell phone? Is it? Man, hey, wow. they didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. They thought they was losing their mind. I said, well, listen, no cell phones. We're, wow. going, to, we're going on a camping trip. Uh, no cell phones allowed. Just uh, nature, Jesus, and us yeah and so during that camping trip experience uh we had we had about 32 that was at the camping trip the whole time and out of those 32 we had 26 give their life to jesus wow praise god yeah give their life to jesus uh and the thing about it is that we always say we meet the youth where they are so Mm -hmm. we don't try to force jesus on them we just want to be the light give them um guidance and direction and we asked the Lord to move in their hearts yeah. and for them to accept Jesus. Because, yeah. uh, again, my, even with my wife and I, we both, uh, my, well, my wife, she comes from a, a Christian foundation, but I didn't. But we still had the same struggles. We still came from single-parent homes. We still witnessed uh, our mother struggling with addictions and strongholds. And so we had things in common, but the biggest thing was that we were able to overcome them once we accepted Jesus Christ in our lives. And now he has brought us together, help some of these broken homes that we get to see with the youth and what they experience. So during this camping trip, man, I can't believe God. I said, you know what? I can't believe because it's sometimes with the youth, we can get kind of frustrated. Sure. Lord, when are you going to move, Lord? I know some adults just like that. Yeah. I get frustrated <laughs> with sometimes. Yeah, man. It's like, Lord, when you Lord, help us in, then all of a sudden we just see a, a shift. And that's what happened during the camping trip. We seen a shift that following night where one of the students who really don't talk at all, he came up and just, we was at a campfire, and we all were sitting. He just stood up and said, you know what? I know God loves me, Mm. and I don't have to accept what this world is offering me right now. It's not taking me anywhere. And he stood up. He said, "Um, Uncle Nate, I want to give my life to Jesus right now. Wow. Without us even asking he stood up and just said, I want to give my life to Jesus right now. And when he did that, it seemed like it was a a shift of amazing, of God just moving because when he did that, it ignited some of the others. Right. He said, you know what? I don't have to do this either. I, I want to make a change in my life. And it sometimes it takes one person to be bold. That's right, just one. Just one. And then all of a sudden, students just start moving. We were just thanking God for what he was doing. Uh they accepted Jesus Christ right at the campfire. Praise and that's God. what I love about God. Like, <laughs> he's just so open and, like, he don't care where you're at. You that's know? Right. I gave my life to Christ on the highway. Um, yeah, you and me both. Uh, <laughs> had a similar. You were in a car. Yeah. I was in my car. We gave my life to the Lord. So, yeah, he yeah. meets us everywhere. He man. meets us everywhere. So we, we were just thankful for that camper trip. And we ended up doing a, 
we ended up doing two camping trips. It okay. was so amazing. I said, we got to do another. I don't <laughs> care. We Let's find a way because some of the students missed it. So we did a second one, and uh, God was moving again. We just felt like we knew that God was, like, all over us, man. And it was – you can't deny it. You know, you can't deny his presence. And when the Holy Spirit moved in my wife, and she shared about her, her testimony and the things that she'd been through, because a lot of times – the students don't get to hear both of us at right. the same time share our testimony. So they see Auntie Kenny and Uncle Nate as just this godly couple, you know, yeah. beautiful children, but they, they don't know the struggles we went through. So when we share together, I believe it just, it really encourages them to say, you know what, we can get through this too. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it was amazing. It, and it's powerful when a couple ministers together, Mark yes. and I have, been blessed to do that all these years mm -hmm. there's a god just really blesses that and, and it's powerful but you said you know the kids look at you and kenny and they see this nice couple living mm -hmm. for the lord and mm -hmm. the children living for the lord mm -hmm. and people see us that way and it's like well they've always been saved no mm -hmm. nobody's always <laughs> been saved right so that's why our testimonies are so powerful yes. because as as you share your testimony and kenny shares her testimony martha and i share our testimonies mm -hmm. then people say, wow, mm -hmm. okay, look what God done in their life. So right. He can do that for me too. So the testimonies are so powerful. Yes. And I love how you're talking about God just moving upon the young people uh, during the camps and how that, that one young man decided to take that bold step. Yeah. And I pray somebody heard that this morning mm -hmm. who you're teetering on a decision. Yes, You're like, man, I want to follow Christ. What will my friends say? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Some of your friends are going to say, I do too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I hadn't made that decision. And they see you make that decision. Mm -hmm. And that encouraged them just like at the youth camp. Yes. Encourage all the other youth to start making that decision. So if you're listening to this and you're you're close to that decision, it's, well, first of all, it really doesn't matter what everybody else says. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. Jesus didn't didn't really bother him. Mm -hmm. you, know, you look at the Apostle Paul, the apostles, it did, really didn't matter mm -hmm. because they knew what mattered most is their relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes. It's important what God thinks. God loves you, mm -hmm. and he wants to save you through his son, Jesus Christ. And so I encourage you, make that decision today. Yes. And you know what? Your decision could very well be what? It's the catalyst yes. to others making yes. that decision. So I just wanted to, to share that real quick because mm -hmm. that, just, that just hit me hard yeah. when, you, when you were sharing that. And man, uh, so the the youth that you had those you had the two camps over the summer, yes. And youth are coming to the Lord as they come back from the camp. What was kind of their experience coming back home and starting this new life? Yeah. So we always ask the parents to like talk to their youth, especially when they come back from camps or just coming from the youth center. Talk to them, asking questions. And what we got back, we got feedback from the parents saying that they're they seen something different in their child that they wanted to do better. They wanted to get into the word and they encouraged them to want to get into the word. Amen. So that's what we want. We don't, you know, of course we serve the youth, but we want the family, the home to be impacted. Right. We wanted to flow. We want the Holy spirit to move through the whole house. And sometimes it may be through the child, you know, usually right. we look at the adults and say, well, the adults should be leading the home, you know, being an example of Christ. But some homes aren't like that. Right. Some homes are just full of darkness and, and hate and uh, strongholds. So we pray that the students can come in and be that light in their house. Right. And they see something different in them. And so when we get to hear those testimonies from the parents about how they, they see a, a change in their son or daughter, and they 
they want to do something different. They want to receive Christ or they want to get more into the word or they want to find a church home. That just makes us even um, more thankful right, for what right. God can do. Well, it's like we read in Scripture, and we've seen it in person too, but you know, in Scripture, like the Philippian jailer, yeah. he gave his life to the Lord, and his whole household did. Mm. So, again, it takes that one. one. That one that says, one. So, and, and so many times you see a child, a youth, give their lives to the Lord, and the parents and the rest of the family follow. follow. Mm. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. And that's what it's about because God created the family. Yes. And so he wants the whole family saved. He wants saved. the whole family, yes. But like I said, you got to start with one. Yeah. And sometimes it may be the dad. Sometimes it may be the daughter. You know, yeah. it takes that one decision yeah. for him to come to Christ. And last week I had Pastor Ralph, Pastor Joel from Harvest on here, and we were talking about youth. And one of the things that I asked was something that you just mentioned you have a youth, and they're wanting to live for Jesus. They're on fire for Jesus, and especially coming through the summer and everything going on with the youth, mm-hmm. that they really want to live for Jesus. But they get home, and their parents aren't saved and mm-hmm. don't really care anything about Jesus or mm-hmm. going to church or anything mm-hmm. like that. So what do you do? And, of course, one of the first things is you know, you pray for your parents. Yeah. And we know the Scripture tells us to honor them, right? Mm-hmm. So we still want to put... Jesus first, yes. but we got We need to honor our parents. Absolutely. And so if our parents says, hey, look, we're not going to church this Sunday, then we don't need to rebel against that, but mm-hmm. pray for them, yeah. but then keep saying, this is what I want to do. And you know, eventually a parent's going to say, well, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. go. And so you're honoring your parents, but at the same time you're praying for them and you're still showing that example Yeah, absolutely. to your parents that, look, I want to live for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so... That's a, that's a, I know that's a hard challenge yes. for, for kids. Yeah. Any advice that you give children that somebody listening today mm-hmm. could hear that they're in that situation and they're wanting to live for Jesus, but mm-hmm. there's there's no encouragement at home mm-hmm. for that. Why do you tell the young people that, uh, who like, like those 26 who came back? And I'm sure all their not all their homes had have believing parents. Right. So I do tell them to always remember the church is where you are. So you can have church at home. So great, you you mentioned about a parent may uh, a child may want to go to church and then the parent may not be up for it or don't want to. And I always say, I said, well, just say, hey, we can have you want to have church here at a dinner table, want to sit in the living room, That's like good. you can have church at home. And uh, and I think when the students realized that, I think they felt like, well, I, I have to be at the church every right. Sunday, every week. I said, son, listen, if your mom don't want to go to church. Don't be angry. Right. Don't be angry. Say, okay, mom, well, can we just, can we pray together right here? Or can we do a little small Bible study at the house? And then that can awaken something in them. You know, don't think that you can't uh, share the word of God or be with God unless you're at the the church, but you can, your home is the church. Yeah. Yeah, Amen. I I, I love you, brother. That that is such great advice to give a young person because when you mention church, most people think of a building, mm-hmm. right? But that's not what Jesus created the church. The church is us, believers, yes. right? We're the body of Christ. We're the we're the bride of Christ. We're yes. the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the building, I really prefer to call it a house of worship. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's because it, it gets confusing to folks. Oh, church, they think of a building. building but, yeah. but man, that advice to them, no, church is where you're at. Yeah, yeah. You can have church at home. Mm-hmm. There are, we know so many, because we're, we're blessed to be connected overseas with other indigenous pastors, and 
man, home church is where it's at because they can't build a house of worship no. because it's it could be illegal. Mm. Two, there's so many extremists from other faiths that will uh, attack them. So they, they gather in their homes just mm. like they did in Acts. Wow. And the house churches are, um, I, I think of China often, mm-hmm. and we have a, a wonderful brother over there who, who leads uh, different house churches, but they have to be underground yeah. because of the government. Mm-hmm. And the gospel just continues to grow, grow. more yes. and more, and that's how it happened in Acts, the book of Acts. So as you tell these children that, and they're at home, and they're reading their Bible, mm-hmm. and they're asking mom, dad, hey, can we do a, a little Bible study? Can we pray together mm-hmm. man what what awesome seeds mm. that they are planting in the hearts of mom dad brother sister Absolutely. auntie uncle grandma whoever it is yeah. and god's gonna bless that this man so um anything else about the summer you so want yeah to we chat about so we uh we always have the center open during the summer so we do a lot of games and activities uh we do a bible study at, at, and during the summer at the youth center and our focus was uh in joshua and we wanted to know the scripture of the summer was Joshua 1 9. Be strong and courageous. Awesome. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. But we want to, them to understand don't just learn the scripture, live it. Yeah. Don't just say it, live it, walk it. Because you're going to get tested. And so, um, always at the end of the summer, we say you're going back into dark territory. Right? What I'm talking about when they go to school. Like most of our students go to uh, public schools here right. in, in the city of Dothan. And of course, they, they can't. Sh- they're not um, supposed to be sharing the word of Jesus and God, but I say you can. You are you are the church. Right. Uh, you guys can share your faith and be confident. Be confident in that. That was strong and courageous. Mean be confident. Be bold. Um, do not be afraid to say you gave your life to Jesus. And let me tell you what happened to me. Let me share my experiences because the youth are one to hear from other youth. Right. You know, uh, sometimes us as parents, we, we want our children to get everything we say. But sometimes it don't work that way. You know, right. <laughs> uh, especially when they, they start getting teenagers, you know. But their peers, they listen to their peers. Yeah. So I'm saying, what what an awesome moment you can have by just pulling one to the side or if you're on a basketball team or whatever, and just sharing your testimony, how God moved in you this summer. Yeah. What, could that, what that can do, not just for that particular person, but for the school. Because what I realized, what my wife and I realized is that our yes to God is bigger than us. When we say yes to God, it's others connected to that yes. Right. That's why we have to serve him and be obedient to him. Because our yes to God is bigger than us. So we let them know that your, your yes to God is bigger than you. So why go into a shell after you surrender your life to Christ and he's, and he's moving in your life and, you, and you're seeing breakthrough come through? Why keep that to yourself? Yeah. When you can share and someone's listening to you and they wanna they wanna know about that experience. Right. So we uh we always end on not being afraid. Be strong and courageous. So now we're in the school year. Uh we just started uh our after school program. Okay. And I wanna share this guy. This is this is really good. So the first week we come back. Uh, we always open up with, hey, how, how's your week been? And usually they say good or whatever. But one student stood up and said, Mr. Nate, how has your how has your week been? And we usually don't get that. you know. <laughs> right. So I was like, you kind of caught me off guard. I said, okay, thank you. Thank you for asking. And I just shared I was being transparent. I said, it's been a rough, it's been a rough week with my wife and I. Uh, right now we are fostering or 
preparing to foster two children. Right. And so it's been a process. It's been it's been some sometimes a frustration a little bit, but we're trusting God. And for him to ask that question, I know it was it was the moment to share. And when I shared uh, just, you know, things we're going through, they all came up immediately and start praying. Oh, man. Start praying over me. And I was just, wow. it was such a, it was just so amazing. And I just thank God that he asked that question. Yeah. Because what if you, what if you want to ask? You're right. We right. want to have that moment. And usually my wife and I, we are pouring into the youth. And for them to stand up and say, we want to pour into you yeah. and pray for you guys. It just was, it was so powerful, and I'm so thankful that we, we was able to share that experience for the first week going into the school year. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's that, Yeah, that's one of those moments that God gives us to encourage us. Yes. And to show us that uh, our work's not in vain. Yes, yes. Uh, that's what I was sharing with our staff last month. We had, there was a homeless gentleman who we've known for six years, mm-hmm. and when I first met him, he told me, I don't believe there's a God. Mm-hmm. And I just told him, well, okay, well, you know, I love you anyway. And I uh, ho- hope you keep coming back. And he did. Mm-hmm. And asking questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was really seeking. Mm-hmm. And he eventually let us start praying for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there would be times where we didn't see him for a while. And but then he'd come back. Mm-hmm. And then he came up to me one day back in August. And he said, um, I'm almost ready. Mm-hmm. I said, ready for what? <laughs> I knew what he was talking about, but I wanted him to say it. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, I'm about ready to give my life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I said, well, praise God. I said, man, um, you know, you don't have to have me there to pray with you. Mm-hmm. I love praying with you right now. He said, not yet. Not yet. I <laughs> said, well, you can call out to Jesus anytime. anytime. Yeah. Yes. And he came up to me two days later, and he said, I'm ready. Wow. And we prayed right there, and and he gave his life to the Lord, mm-hmm. and baptized him as well, mm. and that same day, and um, what I told staff was that look, when we share Jesus with people, it's not in vain, mm. even if we don't, you know, because we, we want to see a decision right mm-hmm. then and there, right? right? We we'll see breakthrough, right? Yeah, we want to see that break because we want it so bad, and often uh, you and Kenny and Martha and I want that breakthrough more than those folks we're ministering mm-hmm. to want it at that moment because yeah. they, they don't really understand yet, but mm-hmm. we do. And that's why we're all wanting to see that, mm-hmm. that breakthrough. But sometimes, and oftentimes it takes time. Yeah. And with this guy, it took six years, mm. but never give up. Never. Oh, and man. Thank it, you, Lord. And God gives us encouragement. It's like that moment that y'all had with the kids coming to you. Mm-hmm. Cause there's times you think, man, mm-hmm. Are these young people hearing me? Yeah. You have those moments of frustration. Yeah. I mean, and believe it or not, those of us in the ministry, we do have moments of frustration. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, yes. And God gives us those moments just like he did uh, with us and, and that gentleman that I'm talking about because he, he just wants to encourage us to say, look, keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. We share his word. It's not in vain. It's going to accomplish what it sets out to do. Mm-hmm. And he just tells us to keep planting mm. and keep watering those seeds. Yes. He's the one that can save them, not us. That's right. And so to see those children come up to you, that, that would have been a beautiful moment mm. just to witness. I, I can only Man. imagine the tears that were flowing. Man. And that's an impact that y'all are making on these kids. You had 42 over the summer yes. with the camp. And another thing that, that I've thought recently, too, I've thought it for a while, but I, I verbalized it recently, was 
the, the culture that we're in. Yes. It, it, it's such a rebellious culture, right? Yes. And there's always been different rebellious. You know, the 60s and 70s, there was a rebellion against culture, against the norm, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's been a really a rebellion against Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking, man, when is that moment going to come? Because now Jesus was a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. The religious folks didn't know what to do with him, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> uh, you know, he, he started a whole new revolution, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking, when is that moment going to come, when, especially young people? Because mm-hmm. you know, I remember being a, a rebel when I was young, right? Mm-hmm. Not a good kind of rebel. <laughs> uh, but uh, when is that moment coming when young people are going to say, you know what, everybody's against Jesus is against these Christians over here. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go against the norm. Absolutely. And maybe we're seeing beginning steps of that Man. because you know that what you just showed me uh, or shared with us, mm-hmm. what I witnessed during Wired over the summer, yeah. uh, what Joel was talking about, uh, the youth group and there's other youth groups. Uh, God's moving in the youth, yes. and so maybe that time is coming where the youth is saying, you know what, I'm going to follow this because I can see in my parents' life, that the other way ain't working. Mm, absolutely. And so, you know, it just encourages me so much to see and to hear about young people living for Jesus because that it gives this old dude mm. hope Amen. that there's a future generation coming up, coming up. after us yes. that's going to keep carrying the word, going to keep carrying the gospel. And that's what y'all are teaching them. You're teaching them to go to school, mm. share Jesus with people. Yes. And... I know there's there's peer pressure. We all yes. have we, we there's continual peer pressure throughout our lives. Yes, but in school it's it may not be the cool thing right now mm-hmm. to say hey I'm a, I'm a Christian. But mm-hmm. you're encouraging them to and teaching them to take to have boldness. Yes. They got the Holy Spirit within them, yes. so they they have the boldness within them. They just have to use, use it. it. Yes. And that's what I also love about uh, athletes mm-hmm. who are believers mm-hmm. and kids and athletes who come from where these kids are yeah, coming from. Homes, yeah. And they're saying, look, I decided not to run the streets. I decided to live for Jesus and let him use the abilities that he's given me. And so they share that witness. And so a a child hears that Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because look where where he's at now. Or look where she's at now. Because, you know, there's a lot of great women athletes out there doing wonderful things. But, um, you know, sharing our faith with others is so key. Y'all are teaching these kids the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. And so I praise God for everything that, that y'all are doing at Time Youth. And we're now school starting back up, yes. and we're actually running out of time. So I'm going to ask you if you'll come back next week. Yeah, yes, sir. To, we, let's make it work. All right. And, and, and we'll work. talk about what's what's going on at Time Youth okay. now and what's coming up this fall. Okay. And give people opportunities to Get involved with you, man. Yes, sir. I mean, this is exciting ministry. There's exciting things going on right here right in here. Dothan, Alabama. Right here. Well, Nate, if people want to contact you and Kenny and people want to come and help y'all, give us some contact information. Yes, you definitely can call us directly uh, at 334-791-8683. You can also reach out to us on Facebook. And also, if you would like to stop by, our address is 1047 South Oak Street, Dothan, Alabama. Uh, the, the best time to stop by is between 12 noon to 2 o'clock, Monday through Thursday. That's 12 noon to 2 o'clock, Monday through Thursday. That would be a great time to come see what we do. We can talk to see about volunteer opportunities. If you would like to 
uh, be a resource to Time Youth. We we always want to build relationships with um, the people in the community. So come by and see us. Call us. Uh, message us on Facebook. Whatever it takes. Come. Let, let's let's connect. Amen. If somebody say, "Hey, look, I can't come by, but I can help them financially," because mm-hmm. we, we all know it takes money yes. to do ministry. Uh, how how can they go about giving financially to Time Youth? Yeah. So if you like to uh, see if you want to write a check out, you can mail it out to Time Youth Dothan. And you can send it to our address, 1047 South Oak Street. Or if you would like to donate online, we do have our website, timeyouthdothan.org. You can donate through our website. And we do have a cash app as well. It's uh, Money Sign Time Impact. And that's with cash app if you would like to do a cash app donation. All right. Thank you, brother. And again, I I encourage y'all listening um, and get involved. There's nothing like being involved in the ministry that's lifting up the banner of Jesus yes. and seeing lives change, man. So, Nate, I just love you, brother, and appreciate Amen. what love y'all, y'all do. Man. Thank y'all so much. All right. Well, I encourage y'all to come back with us next week. Next week. Nate, Nate will be with us. We got some more to share. That's it, man. More good news, <laughs> right, brother? That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hope y'all have a great rest of your day today. As you go through this week, just know that Jesus loves you so very much. Yes. I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Yes. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.